Hello, and welcome to the Addicted Austinites, your one-stop podcast for all things Jane Austen. In this episode, we are continuing our look at persuasion by talking about Lyme Regis. Lyme Regis is a seaside town on the Dorset coast of England. Reference, it's about 60 miles south of Bath. It plays a big role in persuasion, that's why we're talking about it, of course. But it's perhaps better known for the ichthyosaurus fossils found by Mary Anning in 1819, a couple of years after Persuasion was published. Lyme Regis is part of the historic Jurassic Coast, and because of that it is full of fossils, and more complete fossils than people have found previously. Along with the surrounding area, it really is a great place to go fossil hunting. However, that's not why Jane visited in 1804, and it's not why she sent Anne Elliot and her friends, in inverted commas, to Lyme in persuasion. Lyme Regis has always been an important place. Before it was a seaside resort, it was a vital fishing port. This was partially due to its location, but greatly due to the cob. It, of course, is a vital instrument in persuasion, but it wasn't just a place to play flirtatious games, take them too far and injure yourself. The cob was built in the 1200s as an artificial harbour for Lyme Regis. It also acted as a water break to the town, which is an added bonus. The cob made Lyme Regis a centre for shipbuilding, And up to the 1780s, it was a larger port than many in England, including Liverpool, which is pretty massive. Lyme became so useful that Edward I endorsed the town, and he added Regis to its name in 1284. For those who are unsure, the name of Regis was added to a town because of its royal associations, That could be because a royal owned a lot of the land in the town, or because it was a town that had served a royal greatly. For Lyme Regis, it had served Edward I very well, so he added Regis to its name. And it wasn't just royals who found Lyme Regis important. During the Civil War, Lyme became a parliamentarian stronghold, and in 1644 they won an important victory in the siege of Lyme Regis. Lyme Regis was strategically valuable because of its proximity to Bristol and to the English Channel, so it was a very important victory for the parliamentarian. It was also part of the Great Rebellion uh, against James II, but that was less successful. Lyme Regis remains an important port in England, but in the 18th century it became popular in a new way, and that leads us to persuasion. In the 18th century, sea bathing became very fashionable, and visiting the seaside was medically endorsed. It was believed that sea air was a great counteraction to the ailments that came with the luxuries of city life. It was a remedy mostly recommended to middle-aged men who drank too much and ate too well, an occupational hazard of being a gentleman. It was thought that the brisk coastal air and change of sorts in environment could cure diseases like gout and remedy digestive complaints. 
And so it became popular to flock to the seaside for a cure that meant you didn't actually have to do anything about what it was that made you sick in the first place. You've probably heard of this before. It, the idea of sea air being good for your health, it pops up quite a few times in Jane Austen's stories and also in many others set in this and the Victorian era. Uh, for example, the French lieutenant's or lieutenant's woman, for example, is specifically set in Lyme Regis as well. It wasn't always Lyme Regis, of course, that people were recommended to go to, although the South and the West were most popular for this kind of activity. And as it became popular for rich people to go to the seaside, so it became popular for everyone to go. Places like Lyme Regis transformed into seaside tourist resorts, and they were the places to go. During the Regency, when Persuasion was written and published, this was as true as it was ever going to be. The Prince Regent, who of course would be George IV, was a big fan of leisure activities, and seaside resorts were a favourite of his in particular. In short, in the 19th century, a seaside visit was the nation's favourite pastime. It's under these circumstances that Jane visits Lyme Regis in 1804. She goes on holiday with her family there. And it's also why the young people in Persuasion do the same. In Persuasion, it is a spur-of-the-moment decision. Captain Wentworth is summoned there by a letter. Obviously, as a port, it does have a busy naval scene as well, so it's not surprising that naval Captain Wentworth would be sent there to meet with naval friends. But it's because of its reputation as a seaside resort that Lyme Regis becomes this destination for the group holiday. It's the perfect place to visit, in the opinions of the Musgrove sisters, who are very young and fashionable and obsessed with their social appearance, unlike Anne, who is much more rational. The persuasion trip to Lyme Regis gets even more ridiculous with Louisa Musgrove's incident on the cob. As we've talked about already, the cob was a, the wall of an artificial harbour, and along that wall there were places for people to climb up. Uh, the spot that Louisa chooses, or at least the spot that they used in the films to film that scene, uh, is actually called Granny's Teeth. That's the local name for it because of the way that the stairs look as they lead up to the wall and because of the precariousness of it all. It is a very, very tall wall. It would have to be to serve as a water break as well. And although the TV adaptation makes it seem slightly unbelievable that she would hurt herself, you really could seriously injure yourself if you jumped off of this wall. This moment with Louisa is really sort of the crowning glory of the ridiculous trip to Lyme Regis. But of course, Lyme was already a problem for Anne Elliot before that incident even happened. She can't enjoy visiting there because she knows that it's bringing her ever closer to having to live in Bath, figuratively and physically as well. It's really not that far away. It's also more humiliation for her because she watches Louisa get closer to Captain Wentworth and they bond while they're there and, until the incident, of course. 
she does get to know Captain Benwick, uh, but of course even that doesn't end exactly well. Added to this is Jane's satire coming into play again. It's not just a coincidence that Jane picks Lyme Regis to set all of this action, and it's not just because she went on holiday there. It should come as no surprise that Jane wants to parody seaside resorts. Just like Bath, places like Lyme Regis were the epitome of the overindulgence and luxury of the middle classes, which we all know Jane couldn't stand. <laughs> this, of course, reinforces Anne's negative feelings, and even once she's left, it still continues to concern her. Only in a place as morally corrupt as a seaside resort could you produce a romance like Louisa and Benix that happens so quickly and under such strange circumstances. I'm not saying that Lyme Regis isn't a great place. It is steeped in history and it's absolutely beautiful. If you ever get the chance, I do recommend you go and visit it. But what I am saying is that it does play a very specific role in persuasion which I hope that I've explained in this episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Addicted Austinite. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, please like, subscribe and share. Comments are always welcome too. You can find me on Twitter and on Facebook. I'll see you next time for a new episode. And until then, happy reading. Your faithful servant, the author.